Hello, everybody, and welcome to a Pastrami Nation interview. We are Pastrami Nation. We are the meat of pop culture. My name is Nolan Smith, and joining me today, we have Kevin Hoskinson. Hey, everybody. And Rebecca Benson. And we have a very special guest today. Uh, he is the author of the new title from Mad Cave, Villainous. Please welcome Stoney Williams. Ooh, hey, Thank you for joining us, uh, sir. We really appreciate it. Yeah. Hey, thanks for having me. Oh, no problem. Now, let's talk about, well, first, how did you get started in the comic book business? So for a few years, my best friend Aaron and I actually ran a podcast and blog reviewing comic books and comic book movies. Mm. We were, you know, here two average white guys with opinions uh, <laughs> doing uh, three-hour <laughs> podcasts on how much we hated Man of Steel. And uh, but I, I, we re- we reviewed comic books, and even after our podcast uh, went by the wayside because you get busy and whatnot, I was still reviewing comic books, and still had comic book companies approach me about reviewing their books, especially indie comic books. And that's how I came across Mad Cave, and they they contacted me and said, "Hey, we're about to announce this new title, and we'd like to know if you guys like to review our books." And that's how I found out about them, and then the talent hunt, and uh, it was something that that I considered doing that I, I clearly wanted to do. And I talked my wife's ear off about it until she said, this is something you want to do. Quit talking about it and just do it. And uh, so I, I did. And uh, a couple of weeks later, I got an email. So. Cool. So yeah. is, is Villainous your first comic? It is my first comic book. I, I've written a few scripts before, a couple for myself and one for another talent hunt for a top cow. Obviously I didn't win that one, but uh uh, this this was my first comic book, and uh, like I loved out not not only winning at all, but like getting to do a five issue arc that's going to be in stores and and you know across the country. And uh, yeah, this is my first one. Is there anything oh, cool. in particular that inspired you to write Villainous? So, and uh, in the beginning, Mad Cave brought a couple of ideas that they had that they wanted to do, and I always think it's funny thinking about it because. Looking into getting into comic books before, I've always heard, don't do superheroes. The market is cornered. You're not going to make the next Spider-Man. You're not going to make the next Superman. You'll never have your stuff on a lunchbox, right? Don't do superheroes. But when they approached me, they had two or three ideas. And the, the idea for a comic book genre book just really struck a chord with me. I mean, growing up in the late 80s and early 90s, superheroes were everywhere they were a part of my entire life you know uh my mom worked in a comic book store when i was young and so really comic books and superheroes were just everywhere and so i thought that mad cave presented a really unique opportunity to take the genre and do anything we wanted to with it make any kind of twists any any kind of changes to take a satirical look at the things that don't we don't always love about superheroes and celebrate the things that we do. There were uh, several things that happened throughout the series that I felt uh, were um, uh, really, really important to have in a superhero book. So it was important to me to, to add some of those little things that you look forward to with superhero books, as well as, as point out and, and, and really shine a spotlight on things you don't always love about superhero books. Right. And I mean, this, that's the book right there, Villainous. Issue one just hit shelves not too long ago. It's, and uh, it's phenomenal. It's excellent read. Um, now, well, thank you so much. 
Yeah, yeah, it's been out a a week and a day, and I've actually got some really cool news to share with you guys. Uh, Nobody outside of the Mad Cave umbrella knows about this yet. They haven't announced on the official Twitter or anything, but I got permission from Mark London himself to share this with you guys. Um, Villainous has officially sold out. We're going to go into a second. Wow. That's awesome. Nice. Congrats. Congrats. I am like over the moon. I can tell you like... Uh, I have been so stressed out over how this book was going to be received and, and liked and whether or not anybody was going to care or, you know, I mean, even more important than, you know, no, everybody hating it. I was worried nobody's going to care and uh, it sold out. So um, that is static. Wow. That is an amazing feat. I mean, because all right, first comic out that you're doing. Um, and like you said, it's, it's a superhero book. It's a book, you know, superheroes can be an overcrowded playground. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> and you sold out. Oh, that's fantastic. Oh, that's awesome. great news. Oh, man. And <laughs> following that dry foot. Yeah, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, uh, I'll have to talk Threadless, guys, and see if we can get a lunchbox. Uh, uh, I asked about capes, and they don't make capes. But, uh, yeah. <laughs> How do they not make capes? <laughs> I know, right? I was... <sighs> Lost opportunity. Yep, yep. <laughs> Well, um, how did the creative team come together for this? Um, awkwardly. Uh, <laughs> like anything so, in life. Uh, was, <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, so I was actually a, a last-minute edition. There was only supposed to be four winners, and I, I submitted real late in the game. There was only like two weeks left when I submitted my stuff, and they went ahead and added me to it. And so uh, I didn't have an artist to be paired with, out of the talent hunt coming out of the gates and the artist they did pick for me there were some scheduling conflicts with and and that didn't work out and jeff Zinsky was actually fresh off of show's end and he did an incredible job they knew they couldn't uh, let him go so they they grabbed him up for for my book um i actually don't know how joanna got into the mix uh joanna lafuente did the colors uh justin birch does um like 98 percent of the mad cave books um the dude's a machine. I mean, he's just not working for Mad Cave. I mean, he's everywhere. He's incredible. Uh, so, uh, yeah. It, very cool. It's a nice origin story there, you know? <laughs> uh, sorry, I'm just glancing through it right now again. Um, I mean, when you when you mentioned, you know, the letter and the colors and everything, everything just comes together so well. I love the costume designs. And I was talking to Rebecca about this beforehand. I actually prefer the villains' costumes far more than I do, oh, you yeah. know, the heroes. They're just so iconic and so cool, you know? Yeah, there was uh, there were some things I wanted specific to, to some of the costumes, but Jeff really took any suggestions I had or, or any, you know, um, sometimes I just let it go. I was like this would be a really cool place for you to really shine. And he did. He, he absolutely elevated this book with every panel he did, uh, every design choice he made. Um, I, I have actually got the last page of the last book as the background for uh, my iPad because it's just that cool. Like, it is insane to me to, to see this and get so excited for it and go, did I write this? Did I? <laughs> so yeah i mean jeff's art is incredible and and it's one of those things it's a book where his style 
is one where you could read it several times over and get something yeah. different out of it again and again and again. I, I had read it two or three times at one point, was reading through it again and had to stop and go, wait, is he eating that guy in the background? He's eating that guy. <laughs> so, uh, I mean, and then the, the, the characters, it, it was hilarious to talk to my kids about it in, in the first place. There's a shot of all the heroes together early on. And I had the, the, the script just reads, this would be a really cool place to showcase some other of the heroes. And that's all I said. I didn't make any suggestions. And so all of the background characters were all Jeff's idea. So my kids were reading it and going, wait, who is that? What, what, what is that person's story? I'm like, I have no idea. I didn't do that. <laughs> but now my kids want spinoff of, of characters that uh, I, I have no idea. We'll have to make something up because there's just some insanely cool designs in here. It's a good problem to have. Exactly. Yeah. And it's funny that you should mention that because that's actually one of my favorite parts um, because it's almost like those old radio shows like, when the announcer just moves and just mm-hmm. nails all the characters, their descriptions, and you can just go way back. Absolutely. Yeah. Clever, clever yeah. way. I really like that. Sorry, I'm glancing at it again. Not no, you're fine. Uh, villainous, <laughs> there's, there's a lot of, of parallels that can be drawn between villainous and, and modern day uh, teams and heroes. But a lot of what it means to be a superhero and superhero teams for me actually comes from a Malibu comic book called The Protectors. Um, it was written by R.A. Malibu. Jones, who worked at the comic book store my mom worked at when I was a kid. And so his were some of the first comic books I collected. And The Protectors was actually mostly public domain superheroes. And so for a lot of the inspiration for superheroes, I went way, way back for. Okay. So uh, while there are similarities, and <laughs> the boys gets brought up a lot. <laughs> um, you don't you don't go you don't go far you know far left on the rated R's so <laughs> that's true yeah that was one of the first questions I had for Mark when we started discussing this book was how many f bombs am I allowed to use? That's uh... he was like half. And you're like <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you could just say <laughs> right yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, it's funny you bring up the boys because the thing that I felt the most uh, like connection to from another property would have been the anime My Hero Academia. Where you know, very you know, superhero centric, very sidekick centric, uh, and it's a very good thing to you know be in the category of. But you know, it's it's more of the lighter, positive note. And I gotta you know, there's darkness in your book, but it's definitely not the boys kind of darkness, you know. Right. Yeah. Um, uh, unfortunately, it's very much in the public eye right now with that TV show, so that's what it gets compared to a lot. Right. But I I can think of numerous other things that that it's more similar to. Um, Mark Lund, or not Mark Lund, <laughs> um, Jay San- uh, Sandlin, who wrote oh, Over the Ropes, Hellfire yeah. Quinn, and he's got the new book from the Maverick imprint going on. Uh, he said it was like uh, The Boys meets The Incredibles, well, which I kind of really good comparison. comparison. Yeah. yeah, like I dig that. So, sure, I'll take it. There's, there's definitely like that Disney Pixar flair in here. Which is a, an sure. amazing thing to have because you have such you know outstanding character designs and everything just feels so natural and you naturally you gravitate towards our our hero, you know mm-hmm. who just got thrown to the wolves, poor girl. 
Yeah. Well, humor was very important to me. You know, as, as, no matter how dark the books goes, uh, humor is very important. And I know he's problematic as hell, but Joss Whedon had a huge influence on uh, uh, anything creative that I've done. I mean, with Buffy and Angel, and uh, as mm-hmm. as much drama and darkness as some of those things have, you still had that element of humor to everything. And that was really important to me to have for this. So shines through absolutely sorry i'm gonna scroll through because i remember there's some really funny parts in here to where even though we're like something like serious like someone's gonna get killed and then the expression on her face is like (gasps) yeah just expressions (laughs) with tilly just killed me like and that's the one thing that comes up again and again and again is how much the people love her expressions and there's just so much that can be done with with the style that he's done with her and you've got that naive and look and and, and puppy dog eyes you know and, and uh, when she's exasperated you feel it and uh i i can't can't wait for everybody to see uh, more of this book and more of tilly we we absolutely can't wait can't wait to see like more of everything that has to do with this property it's just so much fun so many great designs in here um yeah sorry and it's jump great too because we can also have sleep for ourselves of course <laughs> can you tell us a little bit more about threadless and where we can find more sleep oh the the threadless right um so there, there's a, a Threadless store for Mad Cave, and they just released a villainous collection. Uh, you get uh, uh, T-shirts, face masks, shoes, pillows, uh, phone cases, notebooks, and they've got so many awesome designs uh, stolen straight from the, the pages uh, and Jeff's artwork. But then they've got some original stuff. Like that one, right? Yeah, these... Uh, uh, cutesy anime chibi versions of of tilly they're incredible i love every every single one of them yeah i love the original designs on here um because we see a lot of you know comic publishers when they say like we have apparel the apparel is just the cover right oh yeah or the logo yeah Yeah. and the cover is great and so is the logo the logo is an art form in itself but sure oh yeah if i can rock that i'm gonna rock that you know (laughs) yeah yeah so i mean how how can people find this Threadless store to pick up their merch? Oh, oh, oh the, the link itself. Let me read it off because I can never remember it. It's uh, <laughs> it's in my bookmarks folder is what it is. Uh, threadless shop, Threadless forward slash shop forward slash at Mad Cave Studios. And there you go. And there's they have a lot of uh, merch and apparel for, you know, not just villains, but a lot of the cool books that Mad Cave has. You know, check it out. There's Honor and Curse. Um I always say Honor and Curse is one of my favorite books. But, you know, Wolven Hearts in there. Uh, yeah. I, I think I saw some Over the Ropes, Savage Bastards. Yeah, I think they've got something for just, just about every single... Uh, they just uh, released some stuff for Hollywood Trash. Um, I even think mm-hmm. there's a couple of Midnight Task Force designs, which I don't think gets enough love. I, that was one of my favorite books. It was, was really good. It. I liked it. but uh, That was one of the first ones that got me into Mad Cave. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Battle Cats, <laughs> of course. Uh, that's their, their, their big that, flagship, man. yeah. No, that's awesome. Now, um, with I was one of my things I was going to ask you is like, well, how has the reception been for number one? Well, you let us know that it did sell out, so the reception reception has obviously been pretty darn good. Yeah. 
but yeah, how, I, like I, fan wise and creator wise, what have you heard? What have people been saying? Uh, so far, it's been amazing. Um, you know, there, there's some things that even when people found stuff that didn't always work for them, they had something nice to say about the book. Like nobody's just out and out hated it. That's not true. There was one guy on Twitter who let me know everything he didn't like about the book. <laughs> but um, even in the uh, 144 other, characters, wow. Uh, yeah, <laughs> uh, it, well, it was several tweets. Several tweets. There um, go. Oof. So, uh, uh, but nice feedback. Stuff to work on, right? Um, but other than that, it's been incredible. I mean, I, I don't. We we haven't gotten a bad review. I haven't had. I, I mean, you know. Uh, I've had people tweet at me just almost every day since it's come out telling me how much they love the book. And I, I couldn't be more grateful uh, to, to the people that read it for people like you guys that, that review it to mad gave. Like I've just, it's been such an incredible experience and I feel so lucky uh, uh, to be a part of all of this and to be a part of this amazing creative team. Like I, I lucked out with these guys so much. I mean, Justin Birch is, is a phenomenal letter and, and Joanna's, uh, colors just really make it pop and jeff jeff makes me look good that's <laughs> <laughs> oh that's awesome well, another that's... great aspect too is none that's really has a broad audience your, your younger readers can read it because it is okay there aren't you know there's nothing questionable it's not the boys yeah Right. Yeah. Well, it's it's definitely something. I mean, this being my first comic book, I, I walked into it with the attitude of, "What if this was my only comic book?" Right. Like uh, there there were things I, I felt like I had to do with this book, and one of them was it had to be something my kids could read. And so my hope is that I did something that not only my kids could read and enjoy, but that adults could enjoy it too. People that love superheroes will find something they love about it. People who don't love superheroes will find something that they love about it. Is my hope. That was my goal here. Uh, and, and so far, it's gotten some really great reception. I think uh, um, I'm, I'm really, really freaking proud, proud of this book. Yeah, I think yeah. you have. You're great. I, it's amazing. Yeah. Well, thank you. <laughs> yeah, it was it was really good. And I, I loved it because it did have there's something for everybody, like you said, like everyone can read it. Everyone can find something to enjoy. And as I was reading it, like, I know it's a superhero book, but it didn't feel like a typical superhero book. Like, I didn't feel like I was just reading what I've read a million times, you know, it was completely different while still having the superhero elements. And I thought that was really great. And um, also having like the, you know, the, the main character, she's, you know, someone my, my daughter can relate to, which actually means a lot to me too, because it's, you know, there, there's a lot of that out there. It's getting better, but it's, you know, it's, it's great to be able to share that with her. So that's, that's awesome. Absolutely. And I mean, my oldest and my oldest and my youngest are girls. So, so again, that's nice. was something that was really important to me. Um, uh, I wanted Tilly to be somebody that um, my, my girls could be excited about, but also somebody that, exactly. that anybody could, could, you know, uh, project themselves onto and, and feel for. And I feel like, even if my writing didn't do that, Jeff's artwork certainly did. So, yeah. I think it was no, definitely a team effort there. Yeah. Yeah. I was going to say your, your writing did it just perfectly and the artwork and all of it, man. Spot on. Thank you. Yeah, of course. Now with issue two, you know, looming around the corner and, you know, the issues to come without spoiling anything, what can we expect? Um, 
you can probably expect to be mad at me for what I put Tilly through. Um, no. I, 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 I mean, because the first issue was bad enough. Um, uh, Gio, my editor, and I went back and forth over, uh, I, I can't believe we're going to do this to Tilly. Um, but uh, thing, things don't get any easier for her. Um, the, the next issues focus more on the villains themselves. So we'll get to learn more about the Shadow Order in issue nice. two. Um, and, but Tilly is really the main focus throughout the whole thing. And I'm really excited for everybody to see her arc and, and what we put her through and, and how she handles it. I can't wait to see but, her perseverance. It's yeah. how we grow, right? That's so, right. Uh, that's, that's super cool because I'm, I have confidence that she's going to overcome these challenges. But you're still pretty messed up for putting her through that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, but and that's also the mark of uh, creating a good character. That you know you have that emotional attachment to it. That you're like, no, don't do that to her. Even though she's a character on a you know the four color page. Whatever. Right. Yeah. No, she's definitely somebody that Gio and I uh, really came to care about. And uh, uh, who knows? You know, hopefully, if this continues to do well, we'll we'll see more of her in the future. Uh, and I'd love to yeah. tell more. More, not just uh, with these characters, but in this universe, definitely have. Uh, I hope uh, that I have given people a satisfying ending while still leaving enough threads to pull, so that we can continue this if we wanted to. So well, that's the way to do it, nice. because that way you have a nice complete story, though you still have room to grow if you choose. Right. I I like things that end. I don't like it when things just go on and on and on until they are well past. Point they should have and like, a long should, time like somebody ago. should have took this out the pasture yeah <laughs> yeah exactly i like to use the tv show house as an example a lot those last yeah. I used to love house rough. yeah yeah i was like this should have ended a long time ago guys and uh, <laughs> I, I think so i, I love the first three years they were super absolutely good. yeah yeah and then you're just like mm -hmm. yeah so uh, i i definitely wanted show. a satisfying uh, uh ending but uh definitely leaving room for, for more stories to be told so that's fantastic and issue yeah. two hit stores uh november so please everybody make sure you visit your local comic shop tell them you want to put villainous on your pools and yes. if you're lucky maybe you can get a hold of a number one copy it did sell out in case you didn't hear but that's true <laughs> heard it right from the man himself <laughs> mm -hmm. uh now sir where can people that's go true. to uh find more about you more about villainous where can i where can we direct them on the internet so i'm on um facebook twitter instagram and art station as bald bearded bard um and so uh, any of those places you can find me i'm also usually the only stony just about anywhere you go that's how, that's how I found you on Twitter. You were the only Stony. Yeah. <laughs> um, and Mad Cave Studios. Uh, Mad Cave Studios all across social media. Their website, madcavestudios.com uh, for all things villainous. Mad Cave Studios. Awesome. And of course, make sure you guys visit that Threadless shop for uh, Mad Cave because there is some really amazing you know, merch and apparel there just waiting for you to get for Christmas. I mean, for whatever, but you know, holidays are right around the corner, so... Well, Stoney, I really appreciate you joining yes. us today. Uh, it's been a fantastic time chatting with you, and hopefully we can chat with you again as the story progresses and um, 
That way we can all be mad at you for what you, what yeah. you will put her through. So. Absolutely. Thank you guys so much for having me. Yeah. It's been a blast, and, and uh, I'm so grateful to be here. Thank you so much. Well, yeah, thank you, and congrats on everything again. Yeah, it's you. awesome. And everybody, make sure you visit pastramination.com for news, reviews, and all that fun stuff. We're also on social media. We are on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and Pinterest, which keeps blowing up despite my... I cannot find why, <laughs> but we are. So find us on there too. Um, so signing off, this is Nolan Smith with Pastrami Nation. We are the meat of pop culture.